All right, so UFC 258 went down last night. This is the battle camp. My name is Rahul J. Chan. Let's talk about Kamaru Usman retaining his welterweight title because Gilbert Burns and Kamaru Usman, for me, put on an entertaining fight. I was entertained. Were you not entertained? I was entertained. And I'll tell you why I was entertained. <clears throat> Going into this fight, I was looking forward to it. Don't get me wrong. I was excited about this fight for a couple of reasons. Reason number one, these guys are ex-training partners. They're friends. You know, they've known each other for a number of years. They've trained together for a number of years. So they know each other intimately. And it felt like fear. Um, there were cracks almost emerging in their friendship in the lead up to this fight, especially um, during fight week. Um, the other reason, obviously, I was, I was excited about this fight is, is styles make fights, right? So I was excited to see whose superior skill set will dominate whose. So you've got Kamaru Usman, whose main strength is wrestling, and you've got Gilbert Burns, whose main strength is jiu-jitsu. Who could dominate who using their main skill, right? So those were kind of the two reasons I was excited about this fight going into this fight. However, I was a little bit apprehensive going into this fight because I thought to myself, look, these guys know each other so well. They know each other's tricks so well and maybe they know each other's setup so well that it might make this fight a bit boring because it'll be a bit of a stalemate uh, because they know each other so intimately. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I'm glad to say the first round, it exploded within a couple of minutes because Gilbert Burns landed that peach of a right hand and he knocked Kamaru Usman down. Now, Kamaru Usman is known for, 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 for having a, a good chin, but I've, I've, I've said this before in a previous video, like having a good chin isn't just being able to, you know, take a punch, but it's how you react once you're hurt by a punch. And the way Kamaru Usman reacted off the back of that knockdown, because I, I, I think his hands hit the deck and as he rose up, his legs weren't 100% under him. You could tell he was a little bit shaken um, by that shot. But Kamaru Usman was able to um, kind of scupper Gilbert Burns' work. Gilbert Burns reckons he scuppered his own work. Um, I was watching the post-fight press conference and Gilbert Burns spoke about how he rushed and he was overexcited and stuff. And maybe if he kind of took his time and um, set up his shots better, he wouldn't have smothered himself as much. And maybe he would have won the fight. Who knows? That's Gilbert Burns' reading of the situation. But I was impressed by Kamaru Usman, the way he reacted to being hurt and the way he was able to um, wrestle back, uh, no pun intended, because he didn't actually have to wrestle in this fight, but the way he was able to wrestle back some authority from Gilbert Burns after having such a good opening to the fight. Um, one thing that actually kind of surprised me a little bit is Gilbert Burns ended up on his back and Kamaru Usman just chose to stand on the outskirts and kind of throw kicks at his legs and his hips and kind of he just didn't obviously want to engage with Gilbert Burns on the ground. Now, does that speak to how things went when they rolled, um, you know, during training? Um, it's obviously it's a it's an area of risk that's unnecessary like Kamaru Usman at that point didn't have to enter into that realm during that point of the fight in the first round do you know what I mean so that was an opportunity for Kamaru Usman to also regain or, or kind of regain some composure and um, try and shake those cobwebs off after being rocked by uh, Gilbert Burns in the first round now in the second round things started to change um, and I was quite surprised by Kamaru Usman's ability to land the jab as often and um, as well as he did 
because it's not just the fact that he was landing the jab. The jab was is a he throws such a powerful jab, so it's not just something to um, maintain a, a, a distance for him. It's also a shot that hurt was hurting Gilbert Burns. Do you know what I mean? So that was impressive because like Kamara Usman isn't especially fast and like the way he moves and kind of how he is on his feet it's not it's not kind of technically eye-catching do you know what I mean it's not like a he doesn't kind of move beautifully and elegantly but it's so effective and I don't know personally because I don't know enough about the sport the technicalities behind how and why he's able to land the jab so often when it doesn't feel like he's especially faster it might just be the fact that he's able to um because he had he was he's taller than gilbert Burns because he had a, a longer reach than gilbert Burns. he was able to use that to his to his advantage but that doesn't speak to the accuracy of the jab and that doesn't speak to how powerful that jab was um he knocked gilbert Burns down in the second round where Gilbert Burns threw a right hand and um, Kamara Usman slipped that punch and came back with his own um, his own kind of straight right, I think it was. Uh, and the reason why I'm thinking about it is because Kamara Usman was switching stances throughout the fight, which is also kind of impressive to see uh, because he's kind of been tarred with this brush of, oh, this guy's just a wrestler. He just uses his strikes to uh, get in close and tie up his opponent and start wrestling with him. Um, you saw none of that in this fight. You saw none of that in this fight. And as the fight wore on, and Gilbert Burns, I don't know whether it was it was kind of more to do with the fact that he was hurt after being knocked down in the second round, because to me he started to look a little bit tired. So I don't know whether he was just fatigued and hurt, or whether he was hurt so he looked fatigued. Does that make sense? Um, but whatever it was, he didn't look like the same guy that was fighting in the first round. Um, and then by the time the third round came around, uh, which only lasted 34 seconds, that's when Kamara Usman got the finish. And it was um, he, he switched stances and um, the right uh, and he switched stances. Sorry. So his right hand was now his lead hand, which is his power, which is the which is the hand that he throws his power shots with. And he pushed it out there. It was effectively a jab, but it was also a straight right. And he knocked Gilbert Burns down and then from then it was ground and pound and Herb Dean was flailing around trying to work out, should I stop it, should I stop it, should I stop it, should I stop it? And then yes, he decided I'm going to stop it and he stopped it and Kamara Usman retained the title. So look, <clears throat> what I want to say a little bit about Kamara Usman is he, he straight after the fight he was shouting out, put some respect on my name, he was clearly amped up, he was angry. And I feel like that, that's, a, that's a, a mixture of things. I just feel like it's a... Um, Leading into this fight, he spoke about the fact that um, Jorge Masvidal um, was given a lot of credit for stepping in to fight Kamara Usman, you know, on whatever six days notice or whatever it was. I can't even remember um, kind of when or how kind of that all unfolded for them to, to fight um, a few months ago. But Kamaru Usman kind of spoke, you know, I saw, I saw a couple of interviews of his leading into this fight and, and he spoke about how, oh, Jorge Masvidal was getting all this credit, but what about me? I took the fight on short notice and I had way more to lose. That was a win-win for Jorge Masvidal, but I had way more to lose and I, I accepted the fight, but I didn't get the credit for it. And I think he was, he was, he, he, he was upset about that situation. I think he was upset about... Um, about Gilbert Burns saying certain things leading into this particular fight. And I genuinely don't feel that Kamaru Usman, 
Kamaru Usman believes he gets the respect he deserves by way of um, discussions around pound-for-pound best fighter in the world, Um, discussions around kind of who's just, who's, who's, who's got the best resume currently within the organization because Kamaru Usman let me just quickly go on his page he's he's on like a I heard people talking about he's like on a 13 fight win streak or something do you know what I mean and the names that he's beaten um on this run he's beaten Damon uh, Damon Damian Meyer Rafael Dos Anjos um Tyron Woodley when he won the title Kobe Covington Huey Masvidal Gilbert Burns before that he had beaten um Leon Edwards like he's beaten the who's who in that welterweight division, whether it was during a period when he was champion or prior to him becoming the champion. He's beaten the top boys in that division already. So I, I feel like that was played a part in it. Now, obviously, I don't know this for a fact, but if it was me, I'd be annoyed by the, what the undercard was on this on this event. Like after coming off of beating Jorge Masvidal in such a big event. If I was Kamara Usman, I'd be annoyed that, okay, my next fight is against Gilbert Burns, who, you know, isn't the biggest kind of star in the organization. But, you know, for, for people to be interested in this pay-per-view, you'd expect kind of, if I was Kamara Usman, you'd expect to be supported by a, a decent cast of fighters. And this event just didn't have that. Y- you've got fight nights that have kind of better built cards than this pay-per-view event so I feel like Kamaru Usman and obviously I don't know that bit for a fact about Kamaru Usman feeling disrespected by the UFC because of how this card was built around him but I just feel like Kamaru Usman just doesn't feel like he gets the respect that he deserves and I can understand I can empathize with that I can understand why he he might feel that way um I found it interesting that he he kind of spoke about the fact that He'd love to fight Jorge Masvidal next. He kind of called him out, I think, in his post-fight interview. And he spoke about it in the post-fight press conference as well. Um, and then um, now this talk of Kamara Usman against Jorge Masvidal as the tough coaches. And then them going into a, a big rematch. Now, by way of the actual rematch, I don't know whether that's something that I'm really excited about. But I, I, I kind of, I respect, I respect Kamara Usman's kind of, desire to rematch Jorge Masvidal because let, let, let's face it man at the moment he's the guy that could probably um, sell the most pay-per-views uh, with Kamara Usman in a fight out of all of the options that Kamara Usman has available to him um, he's a guy with his uh, a, a kind of already a backstory in terms of animosity to help build the fight etc and um Look, personally, I don't think Jorge Masvidal deserves to go straight into a rematch with Kamaru Usman after losing to him the way he did in the previous fight. But, like, if UFC are now playing this game where guys get to pick and choose who and when they fight, then why can't Kamaru Usman do that? You know? Because Dana White just said yesterday or whatever it was that, oh, um, um, Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor really want the rematch. So, you know, if the guys want it, let's make it happen. And he kind of did allude to that now, actually, in, in the post-fight press conference. He spoke, I think he said something like, uh, if Jorge Masvidal and um, Kamaru Usman want to fight, then let's make it happen. And um, when, when this stuff was going down, I was kind of thinking to myself, um, Jorge Masvidal doesn't really want to fight Kobe Covington. That's why that fight hasn't been made. Um, 
And Jorge Masvidal's manager tweeted out um, prior to uh, Kamaru Usman winning the fight. He, he tweeted out, you know, um, let's do it, tough coaches, and then Kamaru Usman against Jorge Masvidal. So whether they think that's a winnable fight or if they just think that's that's a fight that will secure them the bigger bag, or whether they just think there's more to lose if you lose to Kobe Covington compared to losing to Kamaru Usman again. Who knows? I don't know. But um, it's not really my first choice. But if that happens, then I wouldn't be pissed off because it, it seems to be what Kamaru Usman wants. Um, I'd be annoyed if it kind of puts things on a major hold because if Leon Edwards is fighting next month um, and if Kobe Covington's a guy that steps in to fight Leon Edwards next month, um, then you'd assume the winner of that fight should be next in line. And I don't know when this tough season starts filming, but if it means, you know, if Kamaru Usman and Norway Masvidal are, are the coaches on tough and then they end up fighting in June or July, then whoever wins this fight in March, if Leon Edwards does fight Kobe Covington, that won't happen till you know, the back end of the year. Do you know what I mean? So th these are all if, buts, and maybes. This is how my mind works. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've just put out all of these scenarios that I'm thinking about that probably won't even happen. You ain't even got to worry about it because I'm just thinking out loud. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was an entertaining fight. It was a good fight. And one thing I must say is Gilbert Burns is a guy that I was kind of, I've always questioned whether he deserved to be in that position as the, the number two ranked fighter in the division or the number one ranked fighter in the division because Kamaru Usman was the champion or is the champion. I still stand by that. But what I will say is Gilbert Burns did definitely show he's a top, 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 top welterweight. And even in defeat, I think he um, he didn't do himself a disservice and he didn't lose any credibility or he didn't lose anything apart from losing the fight, of course. But in terms of um, his stature in the estimation of the MMA community, I don't feel like he lost any any kind of, um, what's the right way of saying this, any kind of goodwill that he earned over his performances over the last year or two. Um, just quickly talking about the rest of the event, Macy Barber, Alexa Grasso. Um, I mean, I wasn't really that interested in this fight. Like, I, I feel like Macy Barber's a, a character that's kind of being forced down our throat as a potential title contender because of her marketability. That's what the, the machine thinks. She's marketable uh, compared to just how good she is, what, what her skill level is. Do you know what I mean? Um, she's too, she, she, going into this fight, she was way too obsessed with, you know, becoming the champion um, before she actually has become a contender in that, um, in that flyweight division. And she came unstuck again, man. A lot of movement, a lot of head movement, a lot of fainting, um, but out of range. Like the whole point of those kind of feints and movement is to find a way in uh, so you can strike your opponent. But if you're doing that on the outside, outside of range, where you can hit your opponent or your opponent can hit you, it's just wasted movement. And, and Grasso kind of, you know, she was a deserving winner. Um, Gasolim against Heinish is, it is what it is, man. I mean, it wasn't really an entertaining fight, but Gasolim needed a win and he did what he needed to do to get that win. Um, but like I said, quite a weak card in my humble opinion, um, but an entertaining main event. And um, I'd like to see where the welterweight division goes from here on out. Let me know what you guys think about what I've said in this video. Give me your assessment of the fight. Give me your assessment about Kamara Usman all in the comments below. I'll be sure to respond. If you've enjoyed this video, like it, share it, subscribe to the channel. Also, if you want to watch or no, if you want to listen to these in podcast format, 
My podcast is available on Spotify to iTunes and everything in between. All of the links to all of your favorite podcast platforms are in the description section below. Please do click the link that suits you best. I'll catch you guys next time.